<laughs> Hello, everybody. This is DK Shaking Bake. I'm Keenan with my co-host Dustin. And sorry that we haven't been to you guys for, I don't know, it's been a while. I blame Dustin. 100% my co-host is a piece of crap. It's been three weeks, okay? And I and I do apologize sincerely to our audience. He is a piece of garbage. I mean, who does that to the people? I don't understand. Look, man, you know, hey, we got places to go and people to kill, all right? I do understand that life, we do have to continue with the life, but the people, the people need us. I, the I, people I, need us, and we are back. We are back. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, you know, in Dustin's insolence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry ain't good enough, motherfucker. <laughs> No, it is. Right. No for foul language. <laughs> We're going to talk about our segment today, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, so our segment today, we're going to talk about something that uh, we can both relate on and a lot of people can relate on and a lot of people can talk about. Some people can, some people can't. But we're going to talk about children, these kids, and, you know, the experiences that we've had with being parents before we got became parents after we became parents now i mean well i mean after is now but you know the during and all that other stuff like that um you know just thoughts in general and um you know we're gonna talk about these we're gonna talk about these kids okay so without further ado <laughs> dustin can you tell us about what your thought process was like when you heard those words, we might be pregnant or you knew, you know, the words that you heard, I missed the period or whatever it was. And you knew that you was in some deep shit. <laughs> well, I, I mean, honestly, bro, like I, so I, I had just gotten out of a very long relationship and um you know i i kind i kind of didn't know what direction my 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 life was going at that point i didn't know whether or not i wanted to commit to another relationship um or you know or try try to keep hope alive in my previous relationship so i I was kind of between a rock and a hard place but uh to be honest man you know when when i got the news um I I I kind I, I wasn't really surprised because you know I mean it it, it was um, you know we were having a few cocktails that night and oh shit you know, and and you know we we knew we knew that there was a 50-50 chance you know that, that she was going to be pregnant so um she was honestly more freaked out about it than I was but you know, like I, I told her, you know, I was like, honestly, man, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, you know, like it, it, and for some dudes, like that's gonna sound like the craziest shit, but I, I honestly, I, I wasn't, I wasn't upset. I was kind, I was kind of, you know, happy about it. You know, I was like, you know, this, this could be, this could be something that's good for both of us. You know, it'll, it'll help me grow as, as an individual. I mean, you know, because, you know, we're we were working at the same spot, you know, it just, I, I really, I really wasn't, you know, freaked out about it. You know, I, I told her, I texted her, I was like, you know, I'm happy, you know, like if, if this is something that, cause you know, we were, we weren't even like, uh, like we weren't even like dating, dating like that, you know, we were just, you know, going out here and there, you know, we'd come over to each other's houses and watch movies and, and hang out and stuff but you know there was nothing exclusive about us and and you know she she honestly took the bigger step and was like you know hey if if you don't want to be together you know we can co-parent i'm i'm more than happy to do that she's like but you know i've i've made the decision i'm keeping the baby and i 
and for me i was like hey you know i'm there you know like that that's my baby you know i i wasn't <clears throat> i wasn't i wasn't closed off you know i, I wasn't closed minded and i think i think that that's the that's the mistake that a lot of a lot of guys do make is you know not really wanting to step up to the plate and and you know and and fulfill their obligation i mean you know that's that's a life you know you're obligated to it but yeah man like i i was happy you know the the second that i saw her you know she had the and people that don't say and people that say that uh you know the baby glow is not real bullshit because i'll be the first one to say you know that the day after she told me she walked in bro her her skin was golden brown that shit that shit tripped me out i was like oh damn i'm like you really got the baby glow going on you know she was happy i was i was happy too you know but you know as as time surpassed in this child's birth is a is a uh, entirely different story but uh, you know I'll, I'll go ahead and pass the reins over to you and you tell me uh how you felt about uh the announcement of your first child well ladies and gentlemen me and dustin come from two different worlds <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know sorry to say but dustin has one baby mama i have two uh so the first time i heard um i was uh i freaked out about it but i wasn't freaked out like oh no i'm, I'm out this bitch no, I was a little bit on the like, oh shit side because, you know, according to the baby mother, she couldn't have kids anymore. So apparently, I was tricked. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> no, in all seriousness, I wasn't scared or anything else like that. I wasn't like, um, you know, I was 25 years old. Uh, and it, it wasn't scary. It was just kind of like, oh shit, you know. Now there's a next stage of life. Um, I well, we were both working uh, security at the time at the same place. We had a decent job, yeah. and um, it wasn't like we were out partying or anything else like that. I mean, we were just kicking it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like we had to put childish things down to be men. We were already men doing our own thing. <clears throat> So when I found out, I was like, oh, shit. Um, okay, well, you know. And see, what happens is, people, when you get into a relationship with somebody and the shit ain't right, and you and your, your family members and everything, they don't like that person, and you don't see the signs of it not being right, other people are not going to be happy for you when it comes to the birth of your child. Um, and that's pretty much what happened to me, which was the situation was not right, continued to still be in a toxic relationship. And then when it was time to, you know, you know, announce the news that I had the baby, nobody was happy about it. Well, yeah, some people were, uh, my brothers and stuff were happy, but my immediate family, they weren't happy about it because they didn't trust. And there was a lot of, you know, shit that went into that. So negativity and everything, but how did I feel about it? I felt, I felt okay about it. You know, I was like, okay, cool. I'm, you know, I guess I'll be a dad. I mean, she, my, 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 my significant other at the time had kids that looked at me like a father figure. So it was like kind of stepping into that role again. Cause I was already a part of that world where I had her, the kids and stuff like that in the same household. So <clears throat> that's pretty much where, where that had, you know that that's what happened to me um so i had already had that experience but not like baby wise so that was a new one for me and i was like oh shit i'm about to be a dad so now in my mind when i heard the news and everything else like that now it's time to figure out what i'm going to do for the rest of my life because now i need to be able to provide for just more than myself i feel that and that's kind of like where I went into. So it's, instead of being like, I can fuck off money and do this and do that. Now it's like, okay, well, you know what? Now 
<clears throat> I have a child now, things have to change and I have to think about someone other than myself. Yep. And that's what happened in the very beginning. So, so Dustin, before they came, before they got here, we don't care what stage it is. Dustin has three children. I have two. Two baby mamas, one baby mama for him. He's beating me in that category. Um, <laughs> so before they got here, what was your process before before the children got here? Matter of fact, we'll go with the very first one because that is kind of like a better one because you were just beca- getting it, just becoming a daddy. So before you were a daddy, what was the beginning process and stage or whatever? You know, what did you do before they got here? <clears throat> uh, How was your approach to things? I'm gonna I'm gonna be 100 honest. Um, I handled that situation very irresponsibly, to be frank. And um, you know, I I didn't really make any provisions to uh, to try to make that transition, you know, any easier. Uh, thank thank Christ that she was an easy baby. Um, I, uh, like you know, to you know, to be honest, it, it the only things that I really did was made sure that I uh, I had I had diapers and diapers formula in in a place for her to sleep because, like I said, you know, when she was born, you know, her mother and I were were not together. So it was, it was, it, it was, it was, it was a little bit of a tricky situation. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I did, I did spend a lot of time over at her, at, over at her place, you know, because it, you know, it, it did, it did make things easier, you know, like, even though we, even though that we weren't together, it, it still made, it still made things a little easier because you know we wanted we wanted to make the transition as smooth as possible so um yeah like uh i i spent a little bit of time over at her place she she'd come over to mine and you know just just try to acclimate you know our our daughter the best way that we could um i wasn't making i wasn't making the best decisions you know as far as you know trying to make everything uh a little easier for for our daughter at the time i'm i I was 23 i was 23 years old so it was you know i'm i'm still i'm still thinking i'm still putting myself before everything else and you know up until that up until that moment dude I, i i really i really was kind of putting all of those responsibilities on the back burner, which yeah, I, I wouldn't say they came back and bit me in the ass because, like I said, you know, like financially, you know, I was doing well. You know, I was I was making I was making really good money, um, but it was it was just kind of one of those decisions that you know I wasn't really I wasn't really like making that a focal point but which is, which is understandable because mind you it's your first kid you don't know what you're doing nobody knows what they're doing on their first kid um you know you know it's, it's your first child who who's who's anyone to tell you how to prepare for these things yeah you know because especially if you're a new couple just like you said you know you're a new couple and you know, you're not necessarily knowing what's going to happen, whether you guys are going to be together or not. You're a new couple. Then you're bringing a new baby into the situation. So and you, you never know what's going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. So, and and that, know, that, was, that was kind of my thing. You know, it was like, I mean, if, eventually I, I, you know, I decided, you know, or I think... I, I think both of us kind of found a found found a mutual uh, mutual spot, you know, where we were like, okay, well, let's go ahead and 
give this thing a try and 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 see where things go. Mm. And, and and it was. It, I I don't I don't. It it wasn't it wasn't. This is this is the thing, and it, and it might sound weird coming off, but it wasn't for it wasn't for Milan initially. It wasn't for our daughter initially. It was, you know, we we both we both had feelings for each other, but also on the contrary, it was something that would be more beneficial for any child, for that matter. You know, and, and I think I think that that was kind of like where we found that uh, that that mutual place. You know, it was like okay, well, we both we both have feelings for each other, but also this is going to benefit our daughter in the long run as well. And you know, I, I think I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people feel or a lot of people uh, uh, react to is the thought of you know oh well because we have kids together we have to stay together no that's that's not the case at all and and I, I think that there are a lot of people out there that that do understand that and that you know hey sometimes you have kids together but at the end of the day you you end off a hell of a lot better as friends than you do as a couple Fuck that friendship shit. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you just like this. I am not one of the. He he was going in the right direction till he said friends. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I got enough friends. I don't need no baby mama friend. <laughs> Fuck that. So the before they came, before before mine came, I was doing what I needed to do. I had said I was gonna pursue something career wise and got out of one field, got into another one to make more money, to make sure I had to do what I had to do. My son was not with me, or my son's mom was not with me because she decided she was going to move. So she moved to another state with my seed, with my seed. And, uh, you know, she did that. So we were gonna continue to still be together, but, you know, eventually I was supposedly, you know, I, I was supposed to move. And uh, but I also needed to make sure that I was financially secure to make sure I was able to take care of the family. It was a big family. So but um, when it comes to like before they came, it's like that's what I did. And I was more or less like into the daddy zone. I made sure that I was taking care of what I needed to take care of. I mean, every time I got paid, I was going to uh, Walmart, uh, um, Target. Um, I didn't go any of those baby, baby, uh, you know, baby stores. The, the ones, you know, I, I didn't go to any of them damn shits because the shit costs too damn much. And I'm like, look, I, I ain't doing all that. I want something cute that's nice, and I'm gonna put it on the, the baby. I must have got the baby so many. I, I flourished all my baby shit. The baby yeah. didn't want for anything because daddy was on that shit. Yeah. So I, I took care of what I needed to take care of when it came to taking care of you know making sure that the baby had what the baby is supposed to need what the baby needs you know the mom texts me or call me and tell me hey look uh we need this okay cool you got that i go out and go get that because the baby's gonna need it in the future or whatever the case and i spent a lot of time thinking about what he would look like as well once i found out the sex of the baby I started going into names and of course um you know that's another thing is I don't I didn't name my son my son's um my or my my son's mother's son his brother he named him actually and I think they may name him because they was watching training day one day and thought that you know a half breed half Mexican half black boy with the name Alonzo would be cute. Yeah. Or some shit. So I was like, you know what? And I thought about it at first. I was like, fuck that. And then I was like, you know what? That does make sense. And I fucking love Training Day. (laughs) So not only that, but one of my favorite comedians, Alonzo Burton, his name is like that. So it's kind of like, yeah, it was, it it just, it kind of fit at at one point. So I was like, okay, you know what? Fine, cool. Um, So that's kind of like what came 
uh, with me when it comes to when they got here. So, you know, but, you know, as far as friends and all that other shit and stay friends, no, you can raise a baby without having to be friends. You do what you need to do and make sure that other person knows what they need to do if you're not going to be together because, you know, you know what you need to do as a parent or significant other or whatever. You know what you need to do. If you're in the in, you know, it's nice to have a two parent set, setting where you can start planning shit, talking about shit, you know, doing things out. My second son, he was like that. Me and his mother was like that. We lived together and everything. So like it was more or less like that and seeing the baby's stomach and seeing the baby, you know, seeing that 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 that, you know, progression of oh shit, she's as big as a damn balloon. Is she going to pop today, you know? And knowing that you got to get shit and, you know, you know, there's there's different aspects of it, but there's two ends of it. There's one where you are not together when you where you are. But fathers, I suggest and this is a Father's Day coming up soon. So this is more or less like, you know, us talking about it as fathers. Um, do what you need to do. Uh, and no matter what it is, no matter if you and the mother are, are together or not, you do what you need to do to make sure that you are daddy and you're going to be there because there's a lot of men that do not want to be there. And, um, that's, you know, that, that goes along to how you were raised as well. Cause I, I don't know anybody that's raised the right way that just give up on, you know, that just say they fuck it. I don't want to be a part of, you know, me and the mom's not together. I'm not going to be a part of the son's life. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like during the pregnancy stage, I don't see anybody that's like that unless they're just completely like scumbags, you know, after the baby gets here and all that other shit, that, and that's, that's, that's another story. So, so Dustin, once the baby gets here, so now the baby now you now you're rushing to the hospital. We're not gonna go into all that because everybody that's that's a big story. Everybody got that. But you personally, once the baby got here and you knew the baby and all that other stuff, uh, let us know your progression. Like, how did it come to you? How did you how did you feel and you know and and seeing your baby and all that? So so how did that go? Uh man uh. Honestly, man, like it was, it, it was, it was a super like, I mean, you know, men, men, men. I feel like, I feel like men don't really know how to handle the how to handle that type of situation, like, because for me, it it was such a, a an awkward situation, like, I mean. Cause it's like I go back and I look at the photos today, and I'm like, I, man, you could just tell I was so uncomfortable. Because it's like, <laughs> man, it's like there's fucking blood and like, oh yeah, chaotic uh-huh. fluid all over the fucking place, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. And the doctor, he's like, oh look, dad, you know, do you, you want to come over here and take a look? And I'm like. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like squeamish, huh? I, I would, I would, I wouldn't say I was squeamish, but I was definitely like, nah, man, like this, this is just on, this is on some other shit. But some stranger thing shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I went over. I went it's over. some Freddy Cougar shit, man. Hell yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna lie, but I was like what the fuck like alright well yeah so like I go over and you know and she's pushing her out and, and the doctor's like oh yeah you know well, you know, here we go you know you want to cut the cord and I'm like yeah you know like yes absolutely so I cut the cord and um, I go over you know to where to where you know they got her under the little um the little warming lamp and stuff and you know and and she's wide awake man wide the hell awake and and just look looking around you know and then like that was the craziest thing is they're like oh yeah you know baby's eyes aren't usually you know that wide open because her her eyes were wide the hell open 
And I was <laughs> oh man, you know, because and they and they say you know they, you know they can't really see anything, but they see figures. But she knows she was. I swear, I swear to this day, that this little girl was clocking like was was looking in my eyes, and you know, and a lot of people, a lot of people say, mm-hmm. you know, baby, babies can't see like that, but she was looking right down into my eyes, and, and, and she was looking at you, she's like, look at this bitch-ass motherfucker here. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, soft-ass daddy. <laughs> He's like, what you crying for? This is a push-up, motherfucker. What you crying for? Crying. <laughs> I, was de- I was definitely that, that awkward, cheesing-ass dude. I was just like, mm-hmm. just smile. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you sounded tougher when I was in the belly, you weak ass boy. <laughs> you know, she, you know, she, she, you know, came out and, you know, was looking around at everybody. And, and uh, I, I, I remember this because. I, w- I didn't go home. I didn't. I didn't leave that hospital for shit for a day and a half before I decided. Oh yeah, you know, let me go home and take a shower because I, I just I, I wanted. I, I like. I didn't want to just be there for for the baby, but I, I wanted to be there for her too. You know, for 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 her mom. And um, yeah, I just. You know, I, I I made myself available. You know, especially that first week. You know, whatever, whatever. You know, either one of them needed. You know, it was like I, I just wanted to make sure that I was there. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to mine, uh, of course, I'm gonna do both my encounters. Sum them up into one thing. Um, of course, I have uh, little mixed kids, <clears throat> so when the doctor, <laughs> when the doctor like has my little kids, it's so funny because you know they pull them out and the baby's all red and everything. <laughs> and the <laughs> it's so funny because the main thing the doctor and everybody agreed on is that is a little black boy. Look at his little black nuts. Oh my god. <laughs> that was the darkest thing on both of my kids. <laughs> That's how you knew it then boy. My my first son had like really bad baby jaundice, so he looked like a little white baby at first, but he had a little black thing. And um <laughs> and uh my other son, he was, you know, just a little, you know, he he was just a little little red thing with little with a little black little pecker. So he's like you saw that and it's like, oh look at him. Okay. All right, look at it. Um yeah, they both had, you know, I, I'm looking at them and they both had my features and everything else like that. Um, you know, they do say that they're not supposed to really open their eyes, but both mine did. Um and it's like they had gray looking eyes. I thought they were gonna stay like that. I thought it'd be like, oh shit, I got gray eyed kids. Oh shit. Nope. That shit changed immediately after we got out of the hospital. I was like, damn, where them great, sexy eyes at, man? So <laughs> like, you're supposed to be a lady killer, man. What are you doing? <laughs> but, um, no, it was, it was, I mean, it was good times. You know, I was with both of the mothers when, uh, when the babies were born. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, it was cool. I, you know, I felt, you know, I don't think I cried. I don't think nah, I didn't I did I definitely didn't cry. I was I was misty eyed, but I wasn't crying or nothing like that. It was just like, you know, it's like, yeah, my little man. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's it just it's just like a, di- a different story because now they're here. Now you have to now it's like, you know, you look at them and you make all these daddy promises. As soon as you see that little face and them little bitty lips going and them little hands trying to grab on, it's like, it's like, okay, it's like, all right, here you go. Let, let daddy make all the promises in the world to you. How I'm going to keep you away from all kind of evil, you know, and you're going to have the best life and daddy going to love you forever and all that. So it was more or less like that for me. I'm pretty sure that was what it was like that for you because when I saw, ladies and gentlemen, when I saw his baby for the first time, matter of fact, I think I was, you know, 
you know, his his little baby was born right when I left to go to Oklahoma. Yeah. And come back and the baby was in my hand. She was she was, you know, she was as big as my hand. So I, I spent a good time loving on that little baby. That's my baby, actually. They they actually had her for me. <laughs> Just want to let y'all know that I don't have no girls, but they have that baby for me. So she's my baby. She just looks like them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, Dustin has three kids. I have two kids. Now we're gonna skip to the now. So now we got all that daddiness and all that shit out the way to where we can actually talk about these little bastards. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Dustin fights with his kids. Dustin has a child. His name is Quinn. I call him Quinny Bear, and him and Quinn be fighting like it's Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, no, no. Dustin, would you like to explain why you and the babies are having Mortal Kombat? Oh man, I mean, you know, just we got all the gushing out of the way. Now we really gonna talk about these. Oh yeah, bastards. no, no, we we gonna talk, we gonna talk about these assholes. I love yeah, talk I about love them. these. Talk, like talk about them. I love them dearly. They're, they're they are very uh very very close to my heart and and mm-hmm. I like I said I I fuck I, these kids I'd give up I'd give up a kidney uh oh uh, 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 a damn uh, I'd give up my damn heart for any of these kids but, mm-hmm. but I John would for him let, let me tell you something I yes. I I John I John keep myself for all these kids all right. But I'm just saying, they are assholes. Oh yes, they are. And let and let me just say, when when because pe- pe- people gonna hear this and they ain't gonna agree with it, but the 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 phrase "fuck them kids" is a real. Mm-hmm. When you are a parent, if you don't got kids, turn it off because you ain't gonna like. <laughs> well, you better turn this shit off because it's about to get real now. <laughs> the, the sweetest one of the group is the middle child, and and you know that that's that's my middle son, and, and you know it, it, he he is the sweetest and the most and the uh in the most uh acknowledging one out of the three, because you know my daughter, you know she's you know she's in her phase right now, where. You know, you could explain something front to back to her, and uh, she becomes so distracted that it just that you know it, it just doesn't resonate. You know, and, and then the, the two year old, oh man, this no, two year old he ring leader, he been here before. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he reincarnated. I, I swear to God, this kid must have been an emperor in his past life because he don't listen. To shit, <laughs> I, I can tell this kid till I'm blue in the face. Hey, you know what? Don't touch the mop bucket. It's got bleach in it. Don't touch it, Quinn. Don't touch the mop bucket. And all I hear, two minutes goes by. All I hear is the splashing of the water or the spinning of the mop buckets. We got one of them little, you know, one of the little ones you step on the pedal and it, and it spins all the water out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I tell him that. I'm like, yo, man, it's got bleaching. I, I give him the fair warning. Yo, man, just don't touch it. You know, hey, if, if, you, if you don't touch it, we good. And they, you know, I'm just, I'm just advising you to not touch it. And mm-hmm. I, I see him again. Don't touch the mop bucket. And, you know, and and sure enough, five minutes later, I hear it again. Then I got to give him the swat on the ass. And then, and then, and then I'm the enemy. And, you know, mm-hmm. he his little head out of, the, out, of, out of the bedroom door and give me the, the thousand yard stare. <laughs> you brought that ass whooping on yourself, man. I told you, this is something that could harm you. Ladies and gentlemen, he has a son who has the cutest stare, but it's like a mean mug, and he can do it, and he does it to everyone. But it's it's cute because he's a cute boy. But boy, is it like is it like 
Who in the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's Who like the fuck you standing there, two foot hey, nothing. Oh, it, it, yeah, no, it, little small fry. No. Like kick your ass. In the middle of the grocery store, you know, it, you know, just just a, just a little side note. We be in the middle of the grocery store, and this kid has had this thousand yard stare since the day he was born. And let me. Mm-hmm. Tell you, and I, I'm not afraid to admit it. There might be some other motherfuckers out there that be like, "Oh yeah, you know, my kids was always cute." No, me or my kid look like look like a little little ET baby when he was first born. <laughs> we, we just had to give him, you know, he we just had to give him you know about three four months before he started to you know started his morphing time. You know, but I, man, I don't give a shit. I'm not scared to say, yeah, no, he was not, <laughs> he was not the most uh, um, uh, adorable child when he was first born. He looked like a little alien, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and pe- people, are, oh, you know, my babies were always cute. No, 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 no. I, they, you know, some people be lying on their babies because some yeah. people they got. They got ugly ass babies with by ugly ass people, and they be like, "Oh, my baby's so cute!" And the only thing you can say is that baby looks like the baby. That look, that that's not a cute baby. I'm sorry. It's, hey, no, what he's saying. Oh, he got that, nice shoes. That looks like a face that only a mother could love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so some people need to just go ahead and put that cute outfit on that baby and keep pushing. <laughs> oh man, because it. it it took him a minute. It took him, it, like I said, it took him about three, four months, and you know, he he turned in like now, like man, like he's a little, he's a little freaking heartbreaker now. He, any anybody that sees him, oh man, he is such a beautiful boy. Like yeah, he is. He hey, he is a damn cute boy now. But he's <laughs> a damn fine baby. <laughs> he's just an asshole. That, that's all. That's all it is. But you know. Mm-hmm. That kid will drive any. This is the type of kid when they say, "Oh yeah, you know, you make a nun swear." That's him. That is. And it's the menace. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He's only a boy, huh, Martha? (laughs) (laughs) Over my dead body. (laughs) No. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yep, he's got some beautiful kids though. They are beautiful, you know. I got some beautiful kids as well. Um, you know, one of them is a video game nerd. <clears throat> uh, can tell you everything there is about fucking Fortnite, but cannot fucking dribble basketball. Cannot is is cannot be athletic at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know cute little boy looks just like me then I got another one and this is the one that spent most of his time with daddy matter of fact 90% of his life has been spent with daddy and this little idiot ass punk <laughs> you know love him to death but boy I tell you if I could slam a kid through a wall he'd definitely be one of them because sometimes this little dude does not want to Oh man, fuck these kids before I get into this. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so you know, uh he's you know, he's a he's a handsome little boy. Um, most times people mistake him for a girl, especially if his hair's in a ponytail. <clears throat> but um smart as can be. Uh he's 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 on the small side, so he's a little guy. He's not a big boy at all. He's type of kid he's type of he's the type of he's four years old but he's the type of four year old that still wears three year old clothes mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's how small this little guy is um it's you know cuteness but boy little smart ass mouth <clears throat> and uh trust me i don't believe in not 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 spare the rod spoil the child i ain't, I ain't with that shit. i didn't i remember coming into uh my adulthood and being one of them type of people, especially, matter of fact, when you was a kid and you got your ass whooped by your mama and you said, man, I'll never be like her. I'll never, I'll never whoop my kid. I'll always talk to my I kid. I never do that. 
this child I'll never do that. I'll never. I'll talk to my kid and make sure he knows. Good. Fuck that. When I was 18 years old, I saw this little kid in Smith's because I worked at Smith's at the time. I saw this little kid at Smith and he was just wailing his fucking head off. And, you know, mom tell him to stop. He cut, he screaming at her, throwing stuff out, out of the cart. That's when I became that type of, okay, you know what? Fuck being nice. I'm going to beat this kid's ass. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you look at somebody else's kids and you be like, yo, you, you ain't going to say nothing? That kid yeah. need to be punched in the throat. And Why the fuck is that kid still walking? His legs should be broke. I, I can tell you how many times I've seen that shit. Where oh yeah. No, I, I can't. I can't laugh. Not on my watch. They, I can't no, do that. They just see them. They're like, Timothy, Timothy, stop it. Timothy, no. Yeah, no. fuck that. I you hate when kids try to fucking when you when you ask them something to do something and they want to ask you why or they got a rebuttal. You ain't got no damn rebuttal. Do you pay bills? <laughs> now that, that you know that, that's that's kind of like you know you know you see where your parents came from because when your parents was dealing with that shit, of course you was the kid getting the ass whooping, but you didn't see why you was getting the ass whooping. But then when you have your own kids, now you see why. You know the times that you you gotta you gotta lay down the law because these little kids are slick. Oh, and if yeah. they think oh. if they think they can get away with the shit, they will try the shit. Yeah, no, my oldest all day. We go into the store and she automatically thinks that she needs to get a toy. I'm like, no. Oh yeah, that's that's my son. Yeah, it's like no, no, that's not the way it works. Oh well, if and I then come up with a scenario. If I'm good, then I get a toy. Yeah, or or you no, be good or, all the time, or, you little shithead. Or it's or it's well, anytime I go to the store, and, and grand, this is for grandparents, all right? Grandparents, just because you know it ain't your child does not mean that you need to spoil that child every single time you take them out because th- that's that's Milan. Uh, you know, well, if I was with Nana, Nana would have bought it for me. Well, I ain't your Nana, and I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm not obligated to buy you a toy every single. You know, you look at all this stuff in this cart. Look at all this food that is in this cart. You eat this food every day, right? Yeah. All right, <laughs> you're welcome. Is and 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 it's like I I don't want to fault grandparents. You know, it's like yo man. You know, the, these these are their babies. These are these are the these are the the offsprings of of their offsprings. You know, and it's like you know that that's that's what they're supposed to do is spoil their grandbabies but man sometimes it's like yo you gotta draw the line you gotta tote the line and you gotta let them know mm-hmm. every time you go to the store you know it is not a requirement for you to buy them stuff just cause they asked for it you know shit y'all told us no you tell them no <clears throat> and no means motherfucking no if I say yeah. you can't have something you can't fucking have it. Now, if you go you go ahead and reach them little fingers up there and try to grab something, you gonna end up you gonna end up getting uh getting thrown through some shit. Cause I'd have told you not to ha- you can't have that shit. All that, you know, talking to kids and all that, that yeah, you talk after you done got your ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll talk about what you did afterwards, but in the meantime, between time, if your parent says something, you do it. You don't wanna do it. You getting your ass beat, period. Yep. And most of the time, you ain't even got to beat kids. <clears throat> most of the time, especially if you've already got it instilled in them to where you lay down the law, you raise your damn voice. They know what time it is. Yep. That's that's when daddies come in, come into bit in into into the picture when you got your daddy voice and you let them know, and they know they're fucked up. Now they get all people uh you know, pity faced and you know, damn near ready to cry because they know they didn't fucked up. Yeah. 
that, you know, that's sometimes that hey, that that'll get that'll get anybody's attention, <laughs> especially a little baby. Yeah, that's all. That sometimes that's all it takes. Hey, <laughs> knock it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me come in there. Yep. But no, man, it's, and that's my thing. It's like, I don't give a damn, man. I'll, I'll wear the black cape around my house. If I got to be, if I got to be the bad guy, I'll be the bad guy. But, you know, cause, cause I, I, I'll be, I'll be honest, you know, that, that's kind of, that's kind of the, the, the jacket I've had to wear, you know, as far as, as far as at least. At least not a bad, not a bad black jacket. Yeah, no. Yeah, T bird jacket on, baby. At, le- at least with the boys, you know. Uh, with with Milan, not so much. Like with my with my oldest daughter, not so much because she kind of already knows what time it is. And, and and you know, and and I've been able to. Uh, the older that she's gotten, the more constructive I've been able to be with her. And and just like you said, though, you know, like having that, having that. I I, I call it like fear slash respect more so respect because she knows you know hey i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna whoop your ass you know you know for for a simple misunderstanding but if i but if i feel like there's been deliberate disrespect like dished out oh well yeah no like i i I gotta tell you what time it is like you like you need to know so that you so so that the next time you have that thought process come across your mind then you know then 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 we we got we gotta we gotta talk about that you know and see that goes and that also goes into like you know our next point as in you know when it comes to raising these kids especially the way that you were raised sometimes if you didn't come out as a as a as a fucked up individual and if you didn't come out as you know, like for instance, getting having the the respect and the fear instilled in you by both of your parents. Normally, people like that actually fucking they 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 come out on top. They come out good. They come out better than the average person because they have respect for their parents and love for their parents. And then when they become adults, the the the, the adults your parents had already instilled something in you. You yeah. know, so like, as in, like, you know, you know, it, it just, it just depends. My mom, she would, yeah, she would whoop some ass, and she would not take no prisoners. But mom loved us. You know, my dad was more or less not the disciplinary one until we got older, and then it's like all of a sudden he switched to being, you know, you you show your parents so much love and respect, but then you the respect goes out the window couple times with the parent you think is the fun parent then that parent has to bring you down and say look nah I'm not your fun I am your parent yeah you know and then put you in your damn place so it's like when it comes to that the next point is do you believe that um do you believe that the old ways of how raising children is the way that they that people should go or this new way of talking to children and everything because like i mean there's people on both sides of the spectrum um you know what do you feel that what do you feel about i mean i think i think the audience kind of already gets where we come from and where we're going yeah but quick you know quick maybe two minute thing how do you feel about how do you feel about both sides of it so so this is my thing i i think that there is a very very well um guarded median that that you can go and you know because like i mean yeah like you know sometimes sometimes for some kids yeah like like uh, uh, an ass whooping sometimes does not does not work and 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 there there are those kids you know what hey we can have a conversation but also at the end of the day like you got to understand where i'm coming from before 
before I can just go ahead and, 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 you know, only resort to a conversation, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I'm straddled, but I will say, but I will say I do shift more towards, uh, like the, I, I guess you can call it like the corporal punishment kind of, kind of thing. But like I said, you know, like I've I've been able to find that median, you know, like I like I don't like whooping my kids, but it is I I do very well find it necessary sometimes because I I just feel like I feel like the physical aspect, like just that threat alone, like without like you know, yeah, whoop your kids and then like you instill that like it, it's it's almost something that's imprinted. But it's like but people people look at that and they're like, oh well you know, yeah, I don't beat my kids and my and, and I never had to whoop my kids. Well yeah, you're that's good yeah, and you and you see your fucking kids rocking around here fucking acting like you ate off Hitler. Well, well, e- either that, either that, or you know, well, yeah, I've never had to do that. But it's like, yeah, typically, typically, if you've never had to whoop your kids, I can guarantee you, the day that you think that that you know you have this newfound relationship with your child, I can guarantee you that it changes. Because I'm sorry, like, not having that, like, just put it this way. The last time that I remember my dad putting his hands on me was when I was I was like about four or five years old and I stripped all of the credit cards and, and all of his all of his IDs and shit out of his wallet. And he asked me, Where's my oh, wallet? You deserved it. Oh yeah, no, I had it coming all day. But that was the last time that, that nigga had to whoop me to where I was like Okay. Yep. I I I will never do anything to uh to distraught this individual. I know he's my daddy. I love him to death and and I know he loves me, but that was the last time where I ever crossed that line where I did something that I knew was going to get my ass whooped. And after that, I think he might have had to whoop me once after that. But yeah, and, and that, that, I think, yeah. but that was because of the fact that I, <laughs> that I had that fear instilled in me. But I, but also mm-hmm. I knew I knew my dad loved me, and that's that's where that's where like modern society today, like has this has this shift where oh well, you know well if you whoop your kids you know your kids are gonna think that you don't love them. <laughs> well, that that's not true because perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Go ahead, continue. I agree with you one hundred percent. You give them just as as much. You give them more love than you do discipline. But at the same time, they do need to discipline. They do need discipline so that they can learn respect. Yep, and that's that's exactly that's exactly how you know we've kind we've kind of like you know Jasmine and I have tried to coach this household because it's like there's there's times like man because I've I've been I've been like you know very underestimate I've I've underestimated Jasmine's uh Jasmine for anybody doesn't know that's you know that's my my significant other my kid's mom but I've I've been very I've I've underestimated her more than a few times as far as her disciplinary actions with our kids, and you know and, and she she's had to check Milan a couple times, and it's you know it, it's because Milan has she she's got a smart mouth sometimes, you know she don't ever do that with me but she does that with Jasmine because she feels like she can get over on Jasmine and say and say whatever the hell is on her mind and it's like yeah no like that's not your friend dude that's your mom you know mm-hmm. and that i feel like that i feel like is a very lost avenue with a lot with a lot of kids coming up today you know it's you know well you know you make you make your kids your friends and and but but you also have to let them know your parent no i'm not your friend and i'm sorry 
I I will. You make your friends at the school. I'm your daddy. I I will exactly. I'm like the day the day you turn 21, and we're able to go grab a beer together. That's that's when that's when I become your friend. You know, and and I'm your father, but I but as well, but as well, I I'm I can be your friend, but. Until that day comes, you living under my roof. I'm putting food in your belly, and you know, and and we're we're coinciding under the same household, and I'm taking care of your ass. You gonna respect me, and you gonna respect your mom, and I don't care if, like I said, if I gotta put on that black jacket, and I gotta be the fucking villain in the household for you to get my point. That's what I'll do. And, and I, I I don't care, you know. Like I said, like I I whoop a kid's ass in a heartbeat, but it's not it's not because it's something that I want to do, but it's something that I have to do. And just like you, just like you, you know, you reverted back to is you give more love than you do discipline, and that's that's where I feel like we have found we have found a good place. You know, at least in our household, and and I and I know I know y'all do the same, and and, and I know you, I, I know you do the same as a father. You get nope, I kick my kids' ass constantly. Where and, I but, beat the but, hell out of out of my son. But but <laughs> but, you, but, you, but but at the end of the day, you give more love than you do discipline. And lock him in lock him in a dungeon. Don't feed him for days. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, another thing that like a lot of people like like fail to mention, like you know, you remember the movie in the, the Jacksons? Remember, remember like yeah. the, how they portrayed Ike or not Ike, but um, um Joe Jackson? Yeah. Joe Jackson in that time in that day and era, Joe Jackson did everything he had to do to make sure his family was successful. Yeah, like there was one, uh, what you know, worked two or three jobs to support the household, drove his kids to stardom. Now he didn't have to be the nicest guy in the world, but was he a dad? Was he a father? Did he take care of his kids? Yeah, absolutely. He drove his kids to stardom. Yeah, no, you know, and he might have been hard. He might have whooped a lot. He might have been, you know, he 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 might not have been the nicest father in there. But the thing about it is. Are not all fathers are gonna be lovey dovey and this that and it's like in that day and era they men were not like that. Hell no, they beat the shit out of their kids. <laughs> yeah, but but it's like but he brought food on the table. Y'all ate. Y'all didn't have to go without. He drove you to stardom. You know that type of stuff. We need more people like that. And see that's the problem with the society of men that we have now. A lot of men don't believe in that shit. Yeah, no. They don't, they don't believe in doing what you need to do to make sure that everything is taken care of. Yeah, no. you know that's your child, and whether you fucking whether I'm nice or not, that's 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 I am the law. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And you know, fuck a kid getting over on you. I am I am the fucking the the day. I am everything to you. Cause this is my thing. I'll tell you. I I'll, I'll say like this. If I know, if I know that my child has a as a unique gift to pursue, to pursue, excuse me, I was yawning, to pursue singing. Yeah, what a act, piece of shit. Yeah, whatever, asshole. To pursue singing, acting, uh, something in something in athletics, whatever. If 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 I have to push him to the point where where he feels like I'm undesirable to be around or or even if he hates me I did I I did my job and a lot of people might not agree with that but mm-hmm. but if that's what it takes to get my my kid to succeed to the next level that's what the hell I'll do I'll, I'll make that sacrifice because guess what? At the end of the day, and and whether, and whether my whether my child hates or loves me, and they and they're able to speak frankly about it in that way, I I'm willing to 
to make that sacrifice and I'm willing to throw my throw to throw the dice on the table for that because that gives me that peace of mind you know what yeah he might not like me but at the end of the day he did he he made something of himself and mm-hmm. and you know like 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 Tiger Woods man Tiger Tiger Woods yeah, like he he never he's never publicly come out and be like, oh yeah, you know my father was terrible. I hate my dad or anything like that. But that a lot of the shit that Tiger Woods' dad did, Tiger Woods didn't like. But you know the things that he, the things that Tiger Woods' dad did show him, and that Tiger Woods' dad taught him have led him to be a now recognized fucking billionaire. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't go into particulars, you know, I, this is just me speculating. But, you know, uh, um, there there are a lot of stories around Tiger Woods dad and and skepticism about you know <laughs> what what Tiger Woods daddy would do when he was out on the golf course because they'd come out with a trailer and shit and, you know and a lot of women around and, he, and that like I said allegedly but mm-hmm. those were some of the stories but it just it just boils down to you know like we all we all raise our kids in a different way and you know, I'm not one. I'm not one to criticize anybody else's parental uh, discretion. I ain't gonna criticize anybody being a. I ain't talking about parental. I'm just talking about, you know, just anybody doing their thing, trying to be a dad. This and because this is a dad segment. This ain't for everybody else. You know, the moms could have a segment somewhere else. But uh, <laughs> but you know, the 19th is coming up. It's Father's Day. Uh, you know, happy Father's Day to you. And uh, but my, I think I will. I would say that I would say to a strong message to those who think they fathers and they're not. Uh, just because you decide to spit that baby in that in that lady does not necessarily give you the right. To call yourself a dad oh, when you ain't doing your prop, when you ain't doing your shit, you know. If you have a child, and you know, I've heard this, I've heard this a couple of times already. If you got a child, and you decide you don't want to spend time with them, or you can't spend time with them, or whatever the case is gonna be, whatever it is, it's gonna keep you from being with your baby. But yet, you want to continue to play the role as I'm father. You need. That them type of people annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah. Because when your baby truly looks at you as daddy and and dad or whatever the can, and they know you as dad, and you do your part as dad, you deserve dad. But some of these motherfuckers, man, they they do. It's like, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you just not be a part of your child's life, or or you decide that. You don't want to be a part of your son's life, but your son is right there in front of you. Yeah. I don't get that one. I don't I don't get that one. I don't get this, you know, but it's about to be Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to the people that are listening to this that are about to be fathers. We know quite a bit of quite a bit of uh, good fathers out there have a lot of them in our family. You know, you don't necessarily have to be the richest and the best and all that other stuff. But if you're around, that's what counts. Absolutely. You know, being around is better than not being around. And, you know, trying to spend time with your child is better than, you know, anything else that you could, you know, possibly be trying to do. I mean, you know, you only get the, you only get to have the, you only get, they only, you only get this chance once, you know, in a child's life. If you try and you continue to try and everything else like that, I mean, if there's certain circumstances where you want to be a father, but you can't be a father because other things are in your way, as in like baby mamas and stuff like that, 
personally, I know about that story personally, um, then, you know, sometimes certain circumstances go into where you are there, but you can't be there, but that ain't your fault. But if you there and you know, you know what you're supposed to do and you don't step up to the plate, that's on you, my brother. Yes, indeed. But yeah, as, as a notion, fuck these kids. <laughs> Just getting back to it. So this is uh, this is our podcast. Uh, this is the end of our podcast. Uh, we want to thank everybody who listened throughout the entire thing. Um, you know, again, I blame Dustin. He, you know, he fucked this up, but he won't hey, continue to hey. mess this up for the people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, we're we're gonna continue to keep pumping out episodes, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've been together for all of our life. We got things coming up. NFL's coming up pretty soon. Got to talk about some of that NFL news. Uh, a lot of stories have been coming out um you know every week school stuff um i mean there's been a lot of shit going on i mean damn we've we've had a lot of shit going on like throughout this entire month already and this last two months that we can actually talk about um so i mean we're gonna continue to pump this shit out and we're gonna start pumping this out every week so on behalf of DK Shake and Bake. Me and Dustin would like to thank y'all for listening. Yes, sir. Uh, we will catch you guys on the next one. And uh, we've also mentioned uh, previously uh, we're going to try to get uh, this YouTube channel up and running. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some video along with this audio relatively soon. And uh, like Keenan said, Uh, We'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. See y'all.